listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Right now we welcome our guest, a phenomenal player in the National Football League. I enjoyed watching him as a member of the New York Football Giants. And when I have questions about the mindset of athletes, especially on the gridiron, I turn to Jay Bromley. Hey, Jay, good to talk to you again. How are you, my friend? Hey, Larry, I'm doing well, man. Um, thank you for having me again. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Family okay? Family great, man. You know, just them boys, man, just, just <laughs> trying to get them in the car. And, you know, they're just uh, they're, they're, they're excited and they're just – I love them, man. <laughs> Listen, they, 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 keep you, they keep you focused. <laughs> uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, these kids that keep you focused, they're, they're trying to make you go crazy, but you got to just keep them in line. That's it. That's it. Jay, I want to get your thoughts, man. As a member formerly of the National Football League, and you're watching and you understand what this COVID-19 is going through and you've been in those locker rooms, you understand the mentality of the players. If you were if if you were playing in the league now, what would be your hesitation? What would be your thought process? How would you look at this? Well, um, you know, I would look at this, obviously, you know, the main thing is you want to, um, you know, protect your family. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend earlier, and the reality of it is most guys in the NFL, we're some of the most healthy people, you know what I'm saying, like physically fit people. So a lot of things are not necessarily going to, like the virus may not affect us in a greatly negative way, right? I think the biggest thing is always going to be your wife, your children, the people that you love that you, you don't want to not see for a month or two months. That, that you can, you know, you, you'll have to interact with or you desire to interact with. Um, so that's the first and foremost is going to be your family, thinking about them, your children. Um, so when I look at any drawbacks, that's the biggest one. Other than that, I feel like majority of the guys, for the most part, not saying coronavirus isn't um, deadly, but based on what we know, we know that if you're physically fit and you're, young, and you're healthy and young, you have a much better success rate of beating this uh, this virus. So... I look at it like that, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't view it as something that's just like a total no brainer. We should, it's not the, you know, bubonic plague. We're like, mm-hmm. nah, man, we just shouldn't show up, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Challenge in when you see um, social distancing that you've seen, obviously that is not capable in an NFL locker room, especially during training camp, my friend, when you've got 90 to 95 people in there and you've yeah. got portable lockers in the middle of your in the middle of your locker room uh, from guys, free agents and rookies and so on and so forth. So mentally, what's that change like to see, OK, the fact that you're not even in camp now, the fact that, you know, there's a debate between the NFL wanting two preseason games and the NFLPA wanting no preseason games because the NFL says, listen, we want the two preseason games because we want to go through this. We want to see what it's like for the travel and and go through this. So there's other things. If we see issues, we can make that adjustment before the season starts. That makes sense, man. That's, that's all trial and error. You got to realize that this this aspect of, of football and, and is everything is brand new. Nobody knows what to expect. And um, I had a conversation with a friend today about it, it just being really difficult, you know, for for us to to play because, like you said, there's no space. Like your locker mate is right next to you. The locker room ain't big enough for you to keep everybody six feet apart. And how, how do you take a shower? Do you have shower like lines? You got to sign up for it. Like, how do you, like, what do you do? Like, there's almost no way to realistically keep that down, period. You know, and I had, you know, I texted my agent today 
because God willing, I'm waiting on an opportunity to play again as well. And it's like they don't know. The GMs don't know what's going to happen. So it's still up in the air whether any of this stuff even goes down because you got to think about it. If one play, even if you're if you test everybody no matter what every single week or every other week, even if you're asymptomatic, you have to sit for two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. Like your starting quarterback, he doesn't feel sick, but he tests positive. Like that part is what what you got to think about. Jay, what you mentioned that you're trying to still get back into the National Football League. What is the challenge for you to be able to stay ready? You can't work out in places. Gyms are closed. Um, the the limited opportunities, you may have to just be able to go at the last minute because we're not sure what training camp is even going to look like. Um, we don't know when it's even it's supposed to start. People have been doing you know their, their sessions in classrooms remotely through Zoom. I mean, how tough is it for a player like you trying to have another opportunity in the league to really get that opportunity and have your fair shot? It creates a, it creates a unique unfair disadvantage or advantage depending on who you are and where you live, right? Because if you live in Florida or you lived in places that either early on weren't as affected, right? You were still training normally for the most part, right? But I'm in New Jersey. Right. I'm in New Jersey, New York area. So like everything has been shut down since it started. And, I, and I've had my uh, my training. I've been fortunate enough to train outside. But I, this is the longest I haven't lifted a weight in probably my, my whole 14, 15 years of playing football in like three and a half months that I haven't been able to actually get a gym that, you know, nearby me that I can get to on a regular basis. So I think it creates that disadvantage. So I think when you get back to training camp, you have to give guys more time to acclimate and really catch on with each other through a program for um, those weeks. So I understand the NFLPAs too. They understand that the unfair advantage of based on where you live, geography, you know, geologically, how that can affect how you can train. So um, I think it's good. I think for myself personally, I think just because I've been playing so long and I kind of know how to keep my body in shape, I, I think I would do fine. And I think a lot of guys would do fine. But you still, football is the only thing that gets you in football shape. You can run as many hills as you want. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different than you running that seven-second play. Jay Bromley's my guest. You're listening to Carlin, Larry Harsty, and for Chris on 98.7 ESPN. Jay, when you look at What's going on? You look at the fact that we've had this virus. You look at how things have changed. What can what do you think we'll expect from the NFL this season if they're able to start on time? Um, I think uh, knowing everything, guys are still competitors, man. So you know, we we as competitors, man, we want to go out there and do our job. We want to go out there and have fun. So if you know, God willing, we're fortunate enough to get out there and play football. I think it'll still be football. Um, I don't think guys, like certain guys may, I don't think you necessarily need fans in the stands in order to perform. You know, uh, guys do it all the time in practice. So um, I think that part of football is going to be football and people, it will be something to enjoy on TV. I think it'll be just like every other aspect of the business world, whether it be restaurants or anything, you'll adapt to the scenery and you'll figure out how to be the most effective with it. Jay, that's an interesting point. How how do you think no fans will be no fans in the stands will affect players. I'm, I know you do it in practice, but even in practice, man, you got music blasting to simulate fans. You got all kind of crowd noise and everything in, in these practices. What is that going to be like? And uh, as a defensive player, 
what is going to be the challenge that you're going to, I mean, you hear just about everything anyway, but now the ability of uh, drawing, drawing you off sides and different things and all this other stuff, is that going to be different? Um, yeah, of course. Honestly, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, to the, it's not to the benefit of the, of the defensive players on third down when they're home, but it's to the benefit of the defensive players and the fact of you can hear, um, you know, the quarterback's cadences. You can hear the conversations between offensive linemen. So, and I'm pretty sure they'll figure out a way to, like, pump some crowd noise. And, you know, this time it'll be legal, you know, not illegal <laughs> like some teams have done in the past. So it, it, it'll be fun in that way. I think they'll figure out a way to make it uh, as realistic as possible. Um, but overall, I think it'll be, you know, beneficial. It'll just be – honestly, it'll be more efficient, like – in certain aspects of the game, just because you can hear everything. You're not getting jumping off sides, so those penalties will be down. You know? Hey, Jay? Okay, I think we lost him. Um, we'll try to get him back. Uh, that That's interesting. That's interesting. That The fact of them. Okay, Jay, you there? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I lost you for a second. That's interesting, the fact that... Um, you know, pumping in crowd noise. I, did, I didn't even think that, that teams would probably do that, but that is a, that is a possibility, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you got to think, why not? I mean, ain't nobody else going to be there, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, whoever, whoever has, the, whatever stadium has the best speakers, and, and, but, the, but then it becomes biased, too, because then is the home team the only team that's going to be able to do it, mm. right? So, so then you got to add in all those different factors of trying to keep a level playing field. So I think it'll be something new. But it's okay because it's not like they just decided that they wanted to do something different and not have fans and do all this stuff. It was a pandemic. It was something that changed the scope of sports history that made you adjust for X amount of time. And I think the fans will be okay with that because they know that, you know, at least their best interest as far as health is in mind by keeping them away. Jay, you're always open and honest with us, which is why I love talking to you. So I'm going to ask you this. You mentioned earlier in our conversation about the biggest risk is to your family. You're a person right now, and obviously your family supports your decision of trying to continue your NFL career. How much of the possibility of this virus um, and you possibly, and God, we're, we're pleading that that doesn't happen to you, but you have to weigh it in in your decisions. The fact that you could you could, you know, get the virus. How how torn are you when you make that decision to you know what? I still want to go play this game even under this situation. Um, honestly, man, just to be honest, I'm not really torn. Like it's not like a thing where I'm like, oh man. And, and look, I'm fortunate, man. I've 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 you know come from uh, you know very humble beginnings to have a scholarship at Syracuse to be drafted 74th overall, to have five years vested in the NFL. Like, man, like, if it came down to it, I don't need to play this year in order to, you know, take care of my family. But I desire to because I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity God has given me to be able to play football and that be a way for me to provide for my family. And my faith in God is really the, the, the foundation of why I'm not necessarily worried about the virus. I mean, uh, I can't live in fear of something that, that I understand, you know, to an extent. I understand what it's going to take to, to, to uh, be around people with masks and with trying to keep my distance. But I'm also not in fear of me catching it and me dying. Like, oh, me or something happened to me of that, to that magnitude, man. I, I'll take the necessary steps to make sure my wife and my children and the people I love are protected. 
But God being, you know, the foundation of my life won't allow me to, to, to walk in fear. Now, I have to be prepared, but I can't walk in fear. Well, you're honest. <laughs> that's what we that's what we love about you i appreciate it listen my friend thanks for checking in with us best of luck on your quest to play in the national football league and we hope everything works out and you and your family stay safe thank you Larry. i really appreciate you giving me the opportunity as always god bless you and your show man all right thank you man we'll talk soon yes sir all right that's jay bromley listen he's got a little different uh view of this than a lot of players that we've heard right he's got a little different view he's he believes that uh, he can go and, and play and he'll be okay because of his, his beliefs and his body structure. He said that, you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a strong guy. I think we'll be able to go through it. So it's interesting. It's interesting. What do you think about what Jay Bromley had to say? You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 